welcome to the Mayor on Air. I am, of course, the Mayor James Hinchcliffe here on XM 209 Sirius 212. Thank you guys for tuning in. I've got a very special guest today, and when he's done looking through the 2015 Indianapolis 500 program, looking for pictures and stories about his incredible <laughs> win last year, we might actually get to talk to him. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ryan Hunter-Ray, welcome Thank, to the show. Thanks for having me on, man. I was wondering if I'd ever get an invite. No, you weren't. You didn't even know that we had a show. Uh, yeah, I did. Oh, did you? Yeah. Where'd you hear about this? Uh, well, I heard about it in the beginning of the season, and then you had, what, Elio on? I saw at Barber. And, yep. and, oh, man, you've you know. been following. Yeah. So he's the guy. Yeah. He's the guy that's been watching. I'm the guy. <laughs> that's, tre- that's tremendous. Watching or listening. Big fan. We see we have, our, we have our listeners on the show here yeah. at uh, the Mirror on Air. Uh, you're looking through that beautiful Troy Lee designed uh, cover page program for the 500. Was there anything about you in there from last I year? I think this would actually make a great tattoo right on your back, like a you know, right on the top of your back between your shoulders. I mean, you've won it. <laughs> you've won the race. I, I feel like you should get that. You should get a celebratory tattoo. Shoulder blade <laughs> tattoo. Maybe like a breastplate, like right in the chest. That could work. It's like just, just below the neckline so that way you can still go to corporate events. That could work. Or you can do the one right on the side of the neck and nobody can read you after that. And then, I mean, yeah. and then, I mean, that's a life decision. <laughs> so. That's a serious life choice. Yeah. All right. Uh, right off the bat, we probably should touch on something remotely IndyCar related because, I don't know, some people want to hear about that stuff. So, so, first... Let's talk about qualifying. Okay, you first. How was your qualifying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, since 2012, qualifying just hasn't been 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 our thing. We just haven't gone very well with it. It just hasn't been. Is it is it because you're speed. less talented in qualifying than you are in the race? No. 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 <laughs> what what is it then? It's it's you know sometimes you you have a car that has speed. In 2012, everything came easy. Car went down the straights fast, got through the corners fast, very, very little resistance to the corners, and <clears throat> we ended up on the front row with you. Yes. You narrowly missed the pole by a very ridiculous by a very margin. small amount. Yeah. And, and then, you know, you have other years like last year where you go as fast as you can, as hard as you can, you end up qualifying 19th, and you're just left scratching your head. That's what this place is about, though. It's so big. The smallest uh, bit of friction, the smallest, you know, head head uh, headwind can can make a difference. So, so that's the question. Weather. Do you think? I mean, I remember last year. You know, you guys in the twenty eight car struggled a bit in qualifying, but I think track conditions were a little bit different. Maybe a bit hotter when you were out there. Obviously, yesterday winds gusting. That that plays a big part in in what happens in qualifying, legitimately. Well, I'm trying to make myself feel better and say, oh yeah, track conditions were great. And then Dixon went right out after that and did a two. You know, when you went out yesterday, conditions were great. They were awesome. I know. They were yeah, great. yeah. That was a good were, run. You guys, it, it was a pretty good run actually. No, it was. I think it was good. Where, where are you starting? Um, sixteenth. <laughs> I don't feel bad that I didn't know that. You should feel bad that you don't know that. Sixteenth, three positions better than last. I year. I was just gonna say you won yeah. from nineteenth last year, yep. and that's that's what I had to tell every one of my crew guys when I got out of the car after our run, which was considerably worse than yours. <laughs> that hey, hey, Ryan won this one from the high teens last year. It's not a big deal. Where are you? Start. I'm twenty third now because uh, Vautier qualified ahead of me, but he's that car's going to the back because Davison's going in. Oh right, 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 right. So yeah, so Dixie obviously on pole with a pretty <clears throat> pretty impressive performance. I mean. Wow. Not, I, I gotta be honest, I call that one as soon as qualifying started. Yeah, that, but he was like almost a mile an hour quicker than anybody on his first lap. He's Scott Dixon. Yeah. Good good point. It's frustrating. Yeah. It's very frustrating, but what are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, Alright, so as you said, last year, qualifying wasn't the best. Race turned out alright, though. Yeah, race was great. The car, you know, when we were working together all month and um, 
leading up to the race, really late in the week in practice, but we're qualifying. I started having a really good race car, and then in, in um, this Monday session, and then carb day, I was really confident in the race car. So. You always have that in your back pocket when you're confident about it, but you know this place, you wake up one morning, the next morning it's completely different. The car is like, the, what worked for you yesterday has, doesn't work. So on race day, nobody's ever 100% um, confident in what they have. You really have to go out there and see how it rides. It is weird for us, because normally on a typical race weekend, we, uh, we <laughs> how's your car riding today? <laughs> I was riding really, really nice. I was riding well. Yeah, we don't ride in these cars. I don't know where that came from. No, okay. I love it. Man. It's, it's early. early. It's early. It's we early. got you up early. I you got me up. You got me up just before you know nine o'clock. <laughs> just so. before the crack of noon. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a tough gig. And now I completely forgot what my question was going to be. I imagine it was probably you know massively deep, <laughs> thoughtful, thought provoking question that the the listeners well usually really they are hearing. Yeah, yeah. Um, For sure. So ignoring the fact that I don't remember that. Is it weird? Is it weird that on a normal race weekend we get to kind of drive the cars the morning of the race, and then obviously here the last time we get to do it, it's like forty-eight hours before we actually go drive? I think that's what also makes you a bit more nervous about the race is you have no idea what the conditions are going to be like. You have no idea how the car is going to stick going into turn one when the green comes out because you haven't driven it in three days. And like I just said, anytime you get on track here, it's different. Um, the car is throwing you for loops. You know, setup's not always ideal. So yeah, it's tough. What was the best part about winning the Indy 500 last year? Oh, man. There's too many good parts about it. No, no. Pick one. You can only have one. Yeah, just the victory lane part about it. That, that, the moments that you come in, you bring the car in, and you get out of it, you realize how big the achievement is, and you see your family there and your team. That's and your little, your little baby in his little fire suit. Oh, my God. I couldn't get any better than that. Totes, adorbs. <laughs> I think that's what all the kids are saying these days. He uh, he really did a great job with it. I mean, he needed a nap when I pulled him in the pit lane, so he didn't really. I bet you did, too. Yeah, me, too. But he wasn't really having the whole milk thing. He wasn't. It's unfortunate because if you time naps, he would have been like in a great mood. But <laughs> a bit cranky. Yeah. Well, you, you were making a bunch of noise for like three hours, keeping like, him up in the afternoon. Becky, why didn't you nap? <laughs> oh, I don't know. You were kind of leaving the Indy 500, which is probably other things on her mind. Um, so people may or may not know this, but you get to actually before the month starts or before the race starts, they go around and they pull you and ask you what kind of milk you want if you end up in victory lane. What did you go with? Two percent. Two percent. Yeah. That nice. Yeah. Nothing nice. That's don't gonna, care about that figure. No curds in my milk. Nothing like that. Straight. Yeah. Straight no, to the thighs. And I don't like the water milk either. What? Like the skim milk? Yeah. Like. Like non-fat. Yeah, it's just you know. Do if they, we're gonna do what, milk. Let's let's at least have milk. You know. You see, I wanted to do buttermilk. Because that's Louis Meyer started the tradition in '36 with buttermilk. The first time you said that, though, I could picture you sitting there with a smile. And, and all the, the big all mustache. mustache. It just sits in the mustache. Yeah, but all the stuff just caught in there in that mustache. <laughs> hey, it would make a great it would make a great photo. But last year, buttermilk wasn't even an option. It was my first couple years, but they they cut it out. Did they really? Yeah. Well, because probably they don't sell it, James. I, to the to the mass. I refuse to believe that the Indiana Dairy Farmers Association, who like sponsor the whole milk thing, could not tr- track me down a a bottle of buttermilk if need be. But it's it's the dairy farmers trying to market their products too, you know. So buttermilk's not really. I don't think it's a, a big winner for them. You don't think it, you don't think, you don't think it's a hot seller? I don't think so. At no. the local, you don't pour buttermilk on your cereal. Marsh. No. Well, I mean, you don't. I'm sure the Meyer <laughs> Do family you churn does. your own butter. Only when I get up at 4:30. Canadians, you guys kind of do some weird things. We do. We chop our own wood. We we make our own maple syrup. Uh, I'm half Canadian though. We so. build our own igloos. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
Yet you live in Florida. I was born in the U.S. <laughs> oh, that was that was me. That was my bad. I didn't leave my phone on. That was a timer. And that timer was to indicate that we need to take a break. So more with Ryan Hunter Ray right after this. Being Canadian, I'm thrilled to have the great Canadian band Rush on my car this May. I, after all, am a working man. And this race is closer to the heart for me. And I hope to leave the rest of the field in my vapor trails. Get it? Visit Amazon.com slash Indy 500 to purchase the Rush retail albums and the Sirius XM Onyx Plus with vehicle kit. By request for Mr. Hunter Ray, that was Limelight by Rush. Obviously celebrating the fact that Rush are on my car for the 500. Pretty cool, pretty fun. We're back to the mayor on air here on Sirius 212 XM 209 with reigning Indy 500 champion Ryan Hunter Ray. The Indy 500 is days away. Everybody's very excited about it. We're going to head into our little segment we call Shooting the Bleep. And Ryan, it is literally just you and I shooting said bleep. About that limelight song, how pumped up would that get you on the grid? Like you know, now, now that now, I might, I might also. No, I might also. I know that you you got like the like you have several Rush albums on your phone. You were yeah, showing me during yeah. the break. Big, big Rush fan. Big fan. Is that the Canadian in you coming out? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. it's in there somewhere. It's coming out. It's dying <laughs> it's, to come out. It's been deep down, and it's just <laughs> it hurt limelight, and it's just pushing through. You're just put. You, I feel like you're adding U's into into letter or into words now. Ever since you played that song, said. Um, <laughs> So, uh, you're a Floridian, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Or as my wife calls it, Floridians. Floridians. (laughs) I do like that. I do like that. Uh, And you live uh, in Fort Lauderdale on this beautiful place right on the water. 
I know this because I saw a show about it once. He's never invited me. I've invited you plenty um, of times, and you've been in town. And no, nope, I know Tony's yeah. been. I'm pretty sure Elio's been. I guess you have to be a 500 winner to get an invite mm-hmm. to the Hunter Ray household. That's fine. <laughs> uh, no big deal. Not hurt there at all. So not true. That's not true. You no. you have invited yeah, me. I, invited you. I just I just don't like you enough to go. And I really do love your mansion. You said you had a small shack. I got a quaint place. Yeah, quaint. <laughs> the three thousand square foot <laughs> cinema room. <laughs> you sandbag and cinema. Oh, good times. So yeah, Ryan, you live on the water. We all know you're a big you're a big boat guy, fishing guy. You love you love the the nautical life. Yeah. So I wanted to really kind of put that to the test. Okay. Because you talk a big game. All right. What are you getting me with? Terminology here? That's exactly what I'm going to do. So we're going to see how good Captain Hunter Ray is. Oh, I don't have any license, like commercial licenses. You're going to get me with big time. I am. I am going to get you with some. Just tip back. No peeking. All right. I'm just going to see how legit you are. If you're just a fair weather boating terms. Boating terms. All right. Nautical-ish type boating terms. Nautical-ish. All right. Here we go. Yep. Starboard. Right side of the boat. Ooh, okay. Oh. We're off to a great start. Tender. That's a boat that runs back and forth to the... Uh, it's a tender to a larger boat, so... Right, yeah. okay. So like a... It, it, a smaller dinghy. Right, right, right. So like, you, you know, to, to get... You probably use like your 30 or 40 foot boat to get to your like 100... I use the 36 as a tender, yes. Right, to yeah. 160 yeah. something <laughs> foot boat. Right, good. Um, Helicopters are also good tenders. Uh, that, there you go, there you go. Uh, overboard. You, overboard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it, I'll accept that. Coxswain. I'm sorry? <laughs> I'm surprised Buzzkill Brian let me say that. Producer Brian sometimes doesn't let me do things, but, but Buzzkill Brian's over here trying not to laugh. I have none of those on my boat. Co- I'm not going to allow them. You don't, ha- you don't have any coxswains? You don't know what a coxswain is? No. A coxswain is the helmsman or crew member in command of the boat. No, that's the first mate or the the captain or what did you say? The helmsman. The captain doesn't physically. The helmsman. The helmsman. Ryan 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 Rigsby wants to wants to trip in on this. What's what 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 did you got? Actually pronounced coxswain. No, I think it says I think it's coxswain. And it's what crew teams have. The person that's on the crew team. See, she knows what a coxswain is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why am I getting hit? Okay. Uh, cr- I'm not making this up. Crazy Ivan. Oh, now you're going with... Uh, That's a term. It's a legit thing. Do you know what a Crazy Ivan is? That's slang. It is a, It is slang. Ooh, he gets half points for that. Crazy Ivan? Yeah. No, I don't know what that All is. All right. It's Navy slang for man- a maneuver... Which is submerged Soviet or Russian submarine? Yeah, no, I've never served in any type of Navy brigade. Or uh, you look kind of Eastern European. I thought no, maybe you I had. No, never in war. Let's stick okay. with boating terms. Okay, not, all right, not all right. naval terms. Okay, well, this one is like a. Okay, this is about a. This is a type of ship, maybe. Oh no, it's not. Um, what is a lumber hooker? Yeah, this has nothing to do with boating. It is. It's a Great Lakes ship designed to carry her own deck load of lumber and tow one or two barges. I'm not in the Great Lakes, dude. D- okay, fine. You're right. You're on the ocean. Let's talk wind. All right. What am I referring to when I when I say luff and toucher? 
Offense on you. If I was on your boat this is and some I Canadian said, Canadian stuff right here. Captain Ryan, I think we should, I think we should luff and touch her. <laughs> what, what would there's you do? No, there's nothing that, no, there's no, okay. <laughs> luff and touch her. I'm not, I'm Where are you pulling these out of? The internet. We were going to go with Stern. We were going to go with Bow. <laughs> Come on, I threw you some softballs at the beginning. <laughs> luff and touch her. To bring the vessel so close to the wind that the sails shake. I don't have sails. I don't even know what that I means. I don't sail, though. So you're just a powerboater? I'm a powerboater. I, I need your, fuel. Does your powerboat have a poop deck? A poop deck? Mm -hmm. Do you know what a poop no, deck is? No, isn't that a second level, the bottom level? Of it a, says a high a deck ship. on the aft of high the deck. superstructure of a ship. Right, superstructure. I imagine that your boat is big enough to have a superstructure, so I thought you might know what a poop deck is. No. No? Why do they call it the poop deck? You're the boat guy, you tell me. I don't have a superstructure. Or apparently a coxswain. No, no coxswain or superstructure. Or coxswain, if you want to be, right. you know, normal about it. Okay, we're going to actually, because you asked, I feel the need to look this up. Um, it's called the poop deck because it's at the back of the boat, maybe? I can't find a real definition. Let's go, Brian. I'm trying to figure it out. We can't really, we can't really figure it out. So you're, Thanks, man. You, oh, look at this. We've just had hand-delivered to the room by Kitch. Thanks, Kitch. A, uh, a pro as he was looking through the 99th running of the 500 PR or PR program. Oh, don't I won't touch it. Uh, he said that he didn't have one from the year before. Obviously, the year that he won, and so one hand delivered, still in shrink wrap, is now in Ryan Hunter Ray's hands. Is that I, special? How do I hold it like that? That's pretty impressive. Um, Are you Spider Man? That is impressive. Um, you know, I haven't. Are you going to mount that on a wall? I will mount it. Next to my moose head in the uh, cinema room. <laughs> you are getting more and more Canadian. <laughs> more and more Canadian by the minute. And I love it. No, thanks, Kitch. That's, uh, that's nice. Finally got my first program from last year's race. Do you, so you're not a big, you don't do that stuff? You don't like have like a ticket and a program from each I don't have a ticket, no. Do you need a ticket from last year? I need to find one. You need a ticket from this year because it's got your face on it. Yeah, I need to find some of those too. I'm sure Somewhere. we know a guy. Yeah. We know a guy who knows a guy. Who knows a guy? Who knows a guy. Nice. Thanks, man. All right. Well, I mean, I got to say, I'm fairly entertained by the whole nautical terms thing. I think you should do this. Think I should do the tattoo? Yeah. The 500 flag and wheel and thing, flying wheel tattoo? I mean, yep. Okay. All right. I'm game. Wow. This guy keeps his word, too. Surpri that was surprisingly easy, wasn't it? Did, where are you going to put it? For me to know and you to find out. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> and with that, we're going to jump to a quick break. Do you have another Rush song you want to hear? Oh. On the spot. Putting you on the spot. Subdivisions. Subdivisions. Here we go. We're going to roll straight into Subdivisions by Rush.
Another Rush Classic Subdivisions as requested by Ryan Hunter Ray. I am the mayor, James Hinchcliffe here, the mayor on air, Sirius 212 XM 209. Thanks for joining us. We're back for segment three with Mr. Ryan Hunter Ray. And in segment three, we like to do a little thing with our guests that we call Trick or Tweet. <laughs> and in Trick or Tweet, you get the choice, because I'm a nice guy, of choosing to perform an elaborate magic trick for me and Buzzkill Brian, or you have to answer fans' Twitter questions. An elaborate magic trick? Yes. How many people do you think are capable of doing elaborate magic tricks? I'm not saying we rigged it so that way everybody would kind of have to default to answering Twitter questions. Right. Maybe somebody is capable of doing that. Yeah, could be. And they're not tricks. They're That's illusions. Yeah. Really and, yeah. be in a, a tough spot if that ever happens. That's. I kind of hope it does. That's a good point, actually. Because I'll, I'll be pretty impressed if somebody can just whip out yeah. an elaborate magic trick. To win-win. Well, end of the show. <laughs> Joseph tried once. He said, I'm going to make my iPhone disappear. And he just hucked it behind him. Really? He literally, literally threw it. It was bizarre. Yeah, it's bizarre. We then subsequently went to the Twitter questions. All right, so I guess your choice is Twitter questions. Yay, and the yeah. crowd goes wild. So we asked fans on Twitter yeah. that our rating 500 champion yeah. was going to be on the Mayor on Air, <clears throat> which we also realized when you say it fast, sounds like the Mariner, which we were talking nautical terms, so it was kind of funny. Anyway. Right. Uh, and here's what they came up with. Uh, starting from the top, what would you have done if racing didn't work out? That's a good question. I have no idea. Um, That's why she asked it. I really don't know. I mean, it's been my whole life, and um, I'd probably be... Drunk? <laughs> Would you be drunk somewhere? <laughs> no, I wasn't going to go with oh, that. Oh, sorry. No, I thought... I, thought, I, I, thought was always, I was always big into flying planes. Um, I don't have my pilot's license currently, but... Um, probably a good thing, though. Yeah. Because racing drivers and flying machines have a really bad relationship. Right. I think because they do both. But if you did one or right. the other, yeah. If you dedicated yourself to a life in the air. Right. Yeah. Get your yeah. wings. Get my wings. Yeah. Would you do that after you retire? Would you, would you take that? That or I'd still be involved in racing some way. Yeah. Some, you know, to some extent. Good girl or? Good girl, no. No? No. But you would look adorable in some skin-tight onesie. Well, thank you, James. I, I always just, thought I just say you way, work but, out, you know. Yeah. All right, fine. It's, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, okay, so how many circus clowns can you fit in the cockpit of an indie car? <laughs> just one. He's right here across and from there me. He is. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the one in the big yellow suit. Damn it. You beat me to it. All right. Um, someone would like to know, in all seriousness, how you got that tiny fire suit for riding last year because he was pretty cute and also hilarious. Yeah, we we've tried to bring those to market. You know, it'd be really it would be a lucrative deal. I um, think so. But we just asked OMP, who makes my suits, to to make a little one for him, and to and they did it. it. Up. So it was your idea, though. Yeah, unfortunately, he grew out of it like two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna frame it next to your suit from that day? Oh, absolutely. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. That's, that's pretty would it be sweet. creepy if we put mannequins up? Little. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the fact. The fact that that even came into your head seriously works. I just wanted your reaction on it. <laughs> well, you got it. Um, so, uh, do you have a tramp stamp? Uh, no, I don't. Liar. I, I was your teammate for three years. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the logo off the cover, just the Troy so Lee the design logo. Over the top of the belt line. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, he does not, but he soon will. I think that's, uh, that's, that's what's important. Um, wings. 
How old were you when you first kissed a not-not relative? What's a not-not relative? I assume a relative. A not-not relative? Double you, negative? That means a relative? So you kissed a... Did you kiss a relative? A not-not relative. I'm not sure what they mean. Yeah, that's awkward. A not-not a relative. I... They probably meant not a relative. Right. Why so, would a relative be your first kiss? Though? Yeah, I, maybe, I don't know, because, like, yeah. Aunt Susie always gives you a kiss on the cheek when you're, like, well, no. two. I don't know. How old were you when you had your first kiss? I have no idea. <laughs> like, Liar. It's probably, like, five. Liar. Five? My God! <laughs> Casanova Hunter Ray over here. Jesus. It's pretty serious, man. Yep. Would you rather go skydiving or swim with sharks? Sharks. Shacks. You swim with sharks all the time, so you just don't want to go skydiving is what you're saying. No, I'd like to go skydiving sometime, but it's just not a burning desire of mine. No? To, to jump out of a perfectly good airplane? I'd like to be in control of at least something that I'm doing. You, you do have a parachute, but it's, you know. It might not open. I'm good with it. I'll do it. You try do it? I, I've done it. Oh, you've done I it? I would do it again. Yeah, I, so I can tell you this now because I don't work there anymore. I technically broke my Andretti contract, which said specifically, explicitly, you cannot go skydiving. And I went skydiving while I was I, I wouldn't say. They can still come back to you for uh, damages. For, for, like, past earnings. Mm-hmm. That's right. They're all gone. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's put, fine. Them all, put it all in the mansion, right? Put it, put it all in the mansion. Um, Jimmy Vassar, who yeah. we all know, uh, former champion, yeah. uh, Chip Ganassi driver, and now team owner <clears throat> would like me to ask you about your toilet seat <laughs> <laughs> and then of it says hashtag, hashtag ask star 2000 <laughs> of course jimmy would come up with that what is this you you've been to japan i have i was very fond of the uh toilet seats over there so i purchased the uh top <laughs> of the line you bought one of those toilet seats <laughs> The things with the jet sprays and the lights and the blow dryers and all that? It gives you the news. <laughs> do you keep this at your mansion on the water in Florida or in your super yacht? Where do you put your, your toilet Actually, that talks to you? My house is not a mansion. <laughs> um, no, but it is it is quite the hit. And Mr. Master's been... He's you been, still have it? He's been writing me. Is he still? Have, you still have this thing? What? Still. Your toilet? Your yeah, ass master 2000? I've only had a house for five years. That's crazy. All right. This is morbid, but I'm curious. Death Row, what's your last meal? That's morbid. That's what I just said, but I'm curious. Oh. Probably steak, stone crabs. There you go. A little yeah. surf and turf? Yeah. Not, not a Tex-Mex, you're a surf and turf guy? Yeah. Cool. This one we've actually got before. I forget... I think it was uh, Simon was asked this one, and I'm going to ask you because I think it's just as funny now. Would you rather have, sorry, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Wow, you're putting way too much thought into that one, bro. That's you, know you just need, no, no. You start, you start picturing a duck the size. Yeah, it's not good. I wouldn't do the duck the size of a horse. Okay. Since you're half Canadian. That, thanks for picking that one, though. Of that course. One. That, I mean, that one stumped you for a second. <laughs> yeah. You should have seen the look on his face, guys. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Since you're half Canadian, what did Tim Horton do before his coffee? Donuts. No. Coffee. Before the coffee shop. Donut coffee house. Who is Tim Horton, and what did he do? A hockey? Yes. Okay, good. Because you worried me for a second. There. I didn't think you were going to know that. I'm pretty Canadian if I got that. No. Props, right? Props. I like that. Um, Any truth to the rumor that you're actually the voice of Stewie Griffin on Family Guy? What the deuce? (laughs) (laughs) It's fact! It's fact! (laughs) 
Seth MacFarlane has been lying to us for all these years. <laughs> this is tragic because we have so many more, but we have run out of time. Oh, God. Maybe one more. Uh, you can do one more. No, that one's too... That's the historical figure. Who would you have dinner with? Oh, <laughs> God. Do you, that's Shit, not even a question. Oh, God. Is it true that you're coming out... <laughs> <laughs> with a cologne called RHR Skidmarks. Skidmarks. Oh, I get it. Because of the racing thing. It's a ra- it's a racing joke. <laughs> what, 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 what would it be? A musky scent? It would be a burn. be a burny, a fiery kind of. But you have thing. to have some type of uh, there's, there's post got... post qualifying run smell to you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> some some sort of yes. Oh, eau de toilette. Eau de race suit. Kind Can of I ask smell. you one question? Though? Hit me. How long before you have that Olympic-sized swimming pool in your backyard going mm-hmm. with a nice with a with a, with a glass of uh, soda water with a lime in it next to it, and you're just you're out there doing your laps? You already doing it? That was last night, but yeah, you should have been there. It was great. <laughs> right, Hunter Ray. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks. Best of luck in the upcoming Indy 500. Thank and you. yeah, again, just really appreciate coming on the show. Thank you everyone for tuning in to the Mayor on Air. As, as I've said before, XM 209, Sirius 212. But if you're listening. You already knew that. Tune in next week for another episode. We'll see you soon.